Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or The Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, we're going to be breaking down my top five defenses to stream for week number three of the 2023 fantasy football season, as well as talking about some honorable mentions at the end of today's video that may not be available in all of your leagues, but if they are, I would definitely look to pick them up. But before we could get into things, I would like to ask that if you guys are new to the channel and you do end up enjoying today's video, that you please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. And while you're down there, whether you are new to the channel or not, please make sure that you do leave a like on today's video. It would help me out a ton if you want to follow me on Twitter or X, please do so at NotoriousFNTSY. And if you want to check out my Patreon, it is linked in the video description for $7.50 for the month. I answer every single question on there as was well post my weekly rankings. So without further ado, let's get into my week number three defenses to stream for the 2023 fantasy football season. We begin with the first defense to stream for week number three, the New England Patriots at the New York Jumbo Jets in MetLife. The Patriots defense is currently owned in 57.8% of leagues on ESPN and 76.7% of leagues on NFL.com. So obviously, the ownership percentage of the Patriots is incredibly high. This week in week number three, there are a lot of defenses that I really like in week number three. The problem is a lot of those defenses are defenses that were drafted or owned in a majority of leagues. So as we get deeper into this video, there will be some defenses that are owned in sub 20% of leagues, but it is some tough sledding out there in week number three. In some cases, you might be starting a very brutal defense in week number three. And if you guys have any questions about some defenses that maybe I don't talk about in today's video, ask down below in the comment section, and there will be some honorable mentions at the end of the video so the Patriots went up against the Miami Dolphins on Sunday night football in week number two holding that L 17 to 24 the Patriots in that game had one sack one INT and 24 points allowed the Patriots defense I thought looked pretty good in week one against the Eagles I also thought they looked pretty good up against my Miami Dolphins ultimately they lose that game but again it really wasn't because the defense was dog shit or something like that the reason why I like the Patriots isn't even necessarily because their defense is so good. I still genuinely think they have one of the better defenses in the NFL, maybe not top five, but you could argue they have a top 12 defense in the National Football League. It's because they're going up against Zach Wilson and the New York Jumbo Jets. Now, is the Patriots defense as good as the Cowboys defense? Probably not, but I don't think you necessarily need the 85 Bears to stop Zach Wilson, the MILF hunter. So the Cowboys defense versus the Jets at home in Jerry's world. They get the win 30-10. to 10. In that game, the Cowboys defense had not one, not two, but three sackaroos in that game. Three sacks. Three interceptions. One fumble recovery and 10 points allowed. Obviously, they got gashed on that huge Garrett, uh, that huge Garrett Wilson play. But Garrett Wilson's going to do that from time to time, right? He is just going to somehow escape from coverage and run 70 yards directly into the fucking end zone, right? Because Garrett Wilson is that good. But Zach Wilson is going to make a ton of mistakes in this matchup. I think this is going to be a lower scoring game. And that offensive line for the Jets is a straight up sieve. They part like the Red Sea for the defense to run a train on them. And I really expect the Patriots defense to look down 
outright incredible in week number three. Definitely a better defensive spot for them than last week up against the Dolphins. At number two, we got the Seattle Seahawks versus the Carolina Panthers. Seahawks defense currently owned in 5% of leagues on ESPN and 6.2% of leagues on NFL Fantasy. So the Seahawks defense, week number two up against the Detroit Lions in Detroit. This game was a shootout, a tit-for-tat, back-and-forth, rock'em, sock'em, robots affair where the Seahawks ultimately ate that W with a Tyler Lockett clutch touchdown, 37-31. The defense in that game, two sacks, one interception, two fumble recoveries, one touchdown, and 31 points allowed. The Seattle Seahawks defense in week number one got bent over a table by Matthew Stafford and Puka Nakua. They farmed a fucking Eiffel Tower over that defense, and then Kyron Williams and Cam Akers also got their pumps in there, but again, while the Detroit Lions offense did look good, the Seattle Seahawks defense looked marginally better than in week number one. Now, obviously, there are still room for improvement for the Seahawks. They do have some injuries on the defense, but at the end of the day, the Lions are an offense that I really like, right? I was someone that was getting down on my knees, giving the Gawk Gawk 9,000 to Amon, Raw Dog, St. Brown, to all of these weapons in Detroit. I like Laporta. I like Gibbs. I like David Montgomery. I liked Jared Goff, the Goffinator. So the Lions offense is significantly better on a whole nother level than the Panthers. Now I know. People will be like, Nick, does that mean you think Bryce Young is some bust? No, I don't think he's a bust. But this is going to be his third ever NFL start. And the Seahawks defense looked a little frisky in week number two. And again, it is hard to scavenge through the waiver wire to find a defense that is owned in barely any leagues. So that's how we get to the Seattle Seahawks. The Panthers haven't played yet. They play on Monday Night Football. They're one of the doubleheader games Tonight, so we got to go all the way back, hop in the time machine, Marty McFly style, hop in the DeLorean for week one for their defensive stats against the other offense, obviously, which defense played up against the Panthers, and that was the Falcons in week one. The Falcons ate that W, Jameis Winston style, 24 to 10, two sacks, two INTs, one fumble recovery, and 10 points allowed. I think Bryce Young is going to be an excellent NFL quarterback. I think this Panthers team will eventually kind of fall into form this season but right now in week number three up against the Seahawks defense that I believe is pretty decent the Seahawks defense seems like a no-brainer waiver wire pickup for week number three moving next to the Cleveland Browns versus the Atlanta Titans the Tennessee Titans currently owned in 81.2 percent of leagues on ESPN but 21.5 percent of leagues on NFL it's crazy how big the difference is in ownership percentage from one website to the other, more than likely the reason why they are owned in 81% of leagues on ESPN and only 21% on NFL is because on ESPN, they're probably in the pre-draft ranking process ranked as a top 12 defense, whereas on NFL, they weren't. So they were drafted in less leagues, thus having less ownership. Again, while I talk so heavily all off season and during the season about how important it is to stream defenses in fantasy football, for a lot of people, this is a foreign idea. They might roster two defenses in your league, which makes streaming them even harder. But there are people that don't do this. So that's why some of these defenses, even in tougher matchups, 
are still owned in a majority of leagues. So the Browns play tonight on Monday Night Football, their second game on the doubleheader. We also have a doubleheader of Monday Night Football. I think I said Sunday Night Football, but Monday Night Football. We have a doubleheader of Monday Night Football this week as well in week number three. I don't know why the fuck they do it, but it is what it is. So they're up against the Steelers, second game, Monday Night Football. So we got to hop back to week number one. Browns defense versus the Cincinnati Bengals versus Joe bruh, Joe Shiesty. Cincinnati in week one, W24-3, two sacks, three points allowed. Now, to be honest with you, the Cincinnati Bengals offense definitely looked better in week two compared to week one. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with the Bengals. They are in dire need of someone fixing them up. They need Handy Mandy or Bob the Builder to go in there and fix it. Um, Browns defense, again, two sacks, three points allowed. Now, the Chargers defense, that in week number one, got bent over a table and drilled into the nighttime by Tua Tungavailoa and the Miami Dolphins. That Chargers defense looked pretty decent up against the Titans. They took the L, though, 24-27 to because... Justin Herbert is about as clutch as having some poison ivy to wipe your ass and it being the only thing left. Five sacks, 27 points allowed. The Tennessee Titans offensive line is a disaster. The offensive line is complete and utter dog shit. The Cleveland Browns defense, notoriously, Miles Garrett, one of the better defensive players in the NFL. I don't know if you guys remember week one, but Miles Garrett was basically dribbling a ball in between his legs in that matchup up against the Bengals and then just ran straight through the offensive line like a fucking train and ran over the quarterback. I think that the Browns, again, they don't need to have a top upper echelon defense to be good up against a subpar Titans offense with a quarterback in Ryan Tannehill who looked better in week number two, but it's kind of clear that he's not the Ryan Tannehill of the past. Moving to defense number four here, a more lower owned option, the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Houston Texans, 12.7% owned on ESPN and 15.6% owned on NFL. The Jaguars defense versus the Kansas City Chiefs in week number two. Now they did take an L, 9-17. A lot of people, I was talking about it last week, a lot of people run the Jaguars bandwagon. Ooh, the Jaguars, they beat the Colts. Now I'm a Jaguars guy. I'm jagging off, right? I'm a Jaguars truther. I love Calvin Ridley. I love Trevor Lawrence. But I think people, and I said it last week, we're getting a little too cute. Oh, the Chiefs lost to the Lions. DEFCON panic mode. Blah, blah, blah. Oh my God, the Chiefs are going to lose to the Jaguars. And then obviously the Chiefs put them in a blender, right? They win 17 to 9. But the Jags defense looked good. And they looked good in week number one as well up against rookie Anthony Richardson. One sack, one INT up against the Chiefs, two fumble recoveries, and 17 points allowed at home in Jacksonville. Now, the Jaguars' defense is not the Saxonville Jaguars from all those years ago when Blake Bortles, the garbage time man, was under center when they had Ramsey and all of those guys. But I think we need to start throwing a little bit more respect onto the Jacksonville Jaguars' defense name. Because that is now two weeks in a row where they looked pretty good. And again, while they did lose to the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes ultimately became the victor, they only allowed 17 points. And again, like I said, they got a sack, an interception, two fumble recoveries. So again, are they the spicy Jacksonville Jaguars from a couple years ago? No, but they're good defensively and they're going up against another offense that has a sieve of an offensive line in the Houston Texans. 
Colts defense at Houston in week number two. They ate the W 31 to 26 sacks, one fumble recovery, and 20 points allowed. Now, Nico Collins looks like the second coming of fucking Randy Moss or Calvin Johnson or something, which I talked about in the offseason. So look at Nick. What a genius this guy is. But even if I like the Houston Texans, even if they're a little frisky, I ultimately think the Jacksonville Jaguars defense is going to play very strong in this matchup. Make sure you guys hit that like button, hit that subscribe button down below if you have enjoyed thus far. We move to the final defense before getting into the honorable mentions. The Green Bay Packers, the Cheeseheads versus the New Orleans Saints. 51.4% owned on ESPN, 57.5% owned on NFL Fantasy. But before we break the Packers down, as well as all of my honorable mentions, we got a bunch for week number three. I would like to give you guys a quick word for our friends, our sponsor, over at Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is the best place to play NFL Pick'em in the whole entire universe, and the game is incredibly simple. There are two games on Monday Night Football, so there's even more choices to choose from here. For instance, tonight, I really do like 9-inch Nicholas Chubb higher than 81.5 rushing yards, and I think Jamal Williams bounces back with higher than 58.5 rushing yards. You need to have at least two picks for this to end up working. If you put in three picks, you get six times your fee. Four picks 10 times, five picks you can get 20 times your entry fee, and the normal two picks here will get you three times your entry fee. If you are new to Underdog Fantasy and this sounds interesting to you, make sure you sign up using the link in the video description. For a first match deposit bonus of up to $100, if you deposit $100, they give an additional $150, additional $50, $25, additional $25. The minimum deposit on Underdog Fantasy is $10. You have to be located in one of these states listed on your screen if you want to play in these pick um contests. And if you have a gambling problem, please make sure that you call 1-800-GAMBLER. Back on into things here, Packers versus the New Orleans Saints. The Packers defense in week two up against the hot Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta. Now they did take the L. Desmond Ritter, I don't think is lost at home in the NFL or in college at Cincinnati. Pretty interesting stat. So L 24 to 25, Pretty hard-fought game. I know we're not talking about the Packers offense, and I'm not trying to unzip Jordan Love's pants, but oh man, without... Oh no, I sound like I'm doing it. I'm giving him the gawk gawk 9,000, but man, Jordan Love looks good. Love me tender, love me sweet. Now again, I'm not trying to fucking do tricks on it, but what I'm telling you is, even without Christian Watson, without Aaron Jones even... Jordan Love was humming like a bird. Great game out of him, even even though they lost. One sack, one INT, 25 points allowed for the Packers defense. I do believe that the Packers do have one of the better defenses in the NFL. The problem for the Packers was that Arthur Smith just, you know, they might not be great at passing the ball. My boy Drizzy Drake London scored in that game, but they certainly fucking know how to run. And you are going to get put in a blender by the rushing attack of the Atlanta Falcons. The Saints don't play up until tonight. So we got to look back towards week number one for the defense's stats against their offense. So let Titans week one at the New Orleans Saints. They took an L in that game. The Titans 15 to 16. The Saints won four sacks, one interception, one fumble recovery and 16 points allowed. Now, if you watch that Chargers versus the Titans game, the Titans defense doesn't look terrible. Right? Maybe I was too hard on the Titans defense, but I also don't think the Titans defense looks like some world beaters. 
And I also think that the Packers defense is way better than the Titans defense. So I think the Packers should be in a good spot here. We know Derek Carr is good for one like extreme fuck up, right? Where someone is just wide open and he doesn't throw it to him and it just somehow bounces up in the air. He's due for one of those. He always does this where it's not even his fault, right? He throws the ball, like hits the receiver's hands. It goes 7,000 feet up into the Caesars Superdome or whatever the hell they call their stadium. And it lands in the defense's hand, right? So... Again, while I like Derek Carr, while I actually like the Saints offense, this game reeks of super low scoring, kind of like the Packers versus the, or like the Titans versus the Saints is what I meant to say, right? A 15-16 game, maybe like 21-17, some real low scoring bullshit where you're kind of bored of watching it, but hey, it's on, so you're watching it, right? Football's back, baby. So Packers versus the Saints. Again, the Cheeseheads have a pretty good defense. The Packers... Offense looks good. The Saints offense is pretty, eh. I mean, we'll see how they play tonight, but I don't really think the Panthers are a true tell of how great the Saints are, right? If the Saints laid down the pipe for that ass like they're a plumber, like they're Mario, are you really going to be like, oh my God, the Saints are going to roll the Packers up like a blunt and smoke them? At least I wouldn't say that. Some people will, though, because some people are a little bit crazy. So, honorable mentions before we skedaddle our way out of here. We got the Dallas Cowboys at the Arizona Cardinals. The Cowboys defense is probably owned in like 90% of leagues. Um, but if they are for some reason available, I know the Cardinals offense actually looked good against the Giants, but that Giants defense is just... Fucking the ship sailed on them. They're, they're not good, at least as of right now. Then we got the Niners at the Giants Thursday night football. I would be perplexed if Saquon plays there. Niners defense didn't look the best against the Rams, but maybe the Rams are just sneaky good. The Eagles at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bucks offense does look pretty good, but again, even with the woes, like a Drake song with the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, defensively, I would say their defense doesn't look the best. Their offense kind of humming. And the Bucks offense looking pretty good with Baker. I do think we are in for a tragic game out of Baker where he throws like three picks. And again, the Eagles defense is good. Next up, for another honorable mention, the Jets versus the Patriots in MetLife. The Jets defense obviously didn't look the best against the Cowboys, but the Patriots offense is nowhere near the level of the Cowboys. The Bills against the Commanders. The Commanders fought pretty diligently up against the Denver Broncos. The ultimate, they ended up winning that game ultimately, but Bills defense still pretty good. The Ravens against the Colts could be a really good spot, especially if Anthony Richardson misses, obviously, as an Anthony Richardson truther, though I hope Richardson's in. And then we got the Steelers versus the Viva Las Vegas Raiders in Vegas. Steelers defense looked a little suspect in week one, but I still think they're a pretty good unit. And Jimmy Garoppolo, not the best. And then the Dolphins versus the Denver Broncos. The Broncos, the Broncos, the Broncos offense did look good at points in that game up against the Commanders, but I think the Commanders defense is a little fraudulent. They're on fraud watch. So thank you guys all so much for watching. I hope this video did end up helping you guys. If you did end up enjoying, make sure you hit that subscribe button, hit that like button down below. We will be back later today with my waiver wire ads of the week again if you are new hit that subscribe button hit that like button whether you are new to the channel or not i love you guys all so much hope you guys all have a great one and as always good boy